So, do you think you ever have any trouble communicating with people? I don't think anyone ever has any trouble communicating with people. In fact, we're communicating amazingly just right now. I Yeah, look, okay, sure. But I think there's kind of more to communication than just the ability to uh, understand what people are saying and to have your words understood. Although, actually, maybe there isn't because, I mean, I am of the opinion that the ultimate form of communication is being in the same room and speaking face-to-face, right? Like, that's the best possible scenario for two people to communicate an idea or, you know, have a conversation. Yeah, I'm not quite of the same opinion. Uh, I think there's a lot of benefits to being in the same room. Obviously, you have, you know, you have body language that you can pick up. You have, you know, various other cues that you can get from people. But I don't know. I'm just an enthusiast of the the written word. I, I almost sometimes prefer, you know, communicating with people, you know, via text messages and emails and so things. So, digitally. See, we're talking right now, yeah. right? And I have to say, you know, the the... I have to say things as as they are formed in my brain. And the downside of that is I can't just sit here and pause. Because if I pause for ages, you'll be like, what the hell is that rusty guy doing? Whereas I like, in written form, taking the time to craft what I mean and, you know, rewrite it and rearrange it until it's, you know, just perfect. And then I can send it through. But I think there's there's benefits to many different forms of communication, right? You know, obviously there are, there are you know, problems with, uh, with all forms of communication. And I think, Possibly the problem with uh, like being in the same room is that it doesn't necessarily have a it doesn't have longevity, which I guess means that like I guess prior to the written word, you know, history was passed down through word of mouth, and that is basically like a big you know game of telephone or Chinese whispers, which is kind of a racist title now that I think of it. You know, somebody tells a story, and then it kind of gets you know embellished and just kind of adjusted a little bit and all of a sudden you go from uh Cinderella which obviously isn't actual history it's a whoa, story. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I think you've just offended some people out there. We we retract that comment we apologize for uh jelly offending your nation's history. Sure. What you end up with is going from a story of Cinderella where she had I think it was like squirrel fur or something weird like that to where she had um as shoes her shoes were made of like squirrel fur, not she had squirrel fur. That would be weird. Uh, <laughs> She's just been collecting uh, <laughs> squirrel fur as they run past. She's just been grabbing it off their backs. More squirrel fur for my collection. So we went from that. <laughs> we, oh well, we went from that to <laughs> Cinderella with with glass shoes, and that's like, but oh, and I mean that's partially to do with like you know the Disneyfication of uh, of the story. But when when things are you know, spoken, they get, you know, mistranslated, misunderstood because, you know, it just, people remember them incorrectly. Whereas written communication obviously has some amount of longevity. Obviously, it's not forever uh, because nothing is forever. Well, I mean, it can be. You can you can preserve written communication. You can I preserve mean, it for a lot these longer These days you anyway. can preserve, yeah, almost any sort of communication. But I guess in the interest of full disclosure, we should tell people that you know, you and I communicate quite a lot. We talk here on this podcast, but we also, uh, you know, write messages back and forwards to each other on Slack. and Fairly re- regularly, yeah. Yeah, fairly regularly. And we we constantly seem to be running into the issue where uh, we'll have an argument about something and we'll realize about, you know, 15 minutes into that argument that we're both actually saying the same thing, right. just in two different exactly. ways. But without the context that goes around a normal, you know, conversation that you might have in the same room, I think it takes us longer to get to that point because... 
it's funny when when you have time to write things in a little box and when you can see what the other person's writing I, I reckon you tend to get a little bit more defensive especially if you're discussing you know an idea you're trying to get yeah what's in your head across to the other person and they're they're trying to do the exactly the same thing but you don't have the visual clues to see you know oh was that a joke you know should there be a, a wink there or you know is, is Russell kind of nodding his head to you know to try and prove a point you don't know. Like I could be being deadly serious or I could be making a joke and it all comes down to, you know, how you read the text as to how you interpret right. it. Right. And I think so I think in that way, communication, and I've heard it kind of described this way quite a lot, communication is a cooperative form of transferring an idea or a thought from one person to another. And I think the cooperative thing is quite important there because it's not just about what you say and whether or not you get the words right. It's about how the other person interprets it. And I know for, I know personally, and I've mentioned this to you quite a lot, and my wife mentions it to me quite a lot, I am really terrible at detecting sarcasm. Are you? Yeah, I am. Are you sure? Yes. Really? I never noticed. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I'm, well done. I'm really, you got that I'm really bad at it. I will quite often take sarcasm at you know face value and think that it's actually you know the person is being literal or the person is trying to you know put across a an actual thought when they're just being jerks. Uh, and given that you're like king of sarcastic remarks, that kind of makes for our <laughs> chats you know to be very uh very, very fun but i do i have a lot of trouble with sarcasm which means that anytime that you and i communicate it can you know result in you know a misunderstanding which then you know escalates and just kind of goes goes insane which is very uh, entertaining for people uh who read a, read it but not so entertaining when you're getting frustrated because the other person doesn't seem to be understanding and that sort of thing. Yeah, and I reckon the problem with that is it's twofold. One is that I guess you could say that, you know, written communication, it's it's hard to clarify and it's hard to give emphasis to the bits that you want. If you think about the tools that are at your disposal, you've got the winky face, and I personally love the winky face. That's my Twitter. I go through my Twitter replies and I just see the winky face everywhere. I don't know why. <laughs> I just... I always want to make sure people know that I'm joking, you know, so I ended in winky face. You've got that. You've got smiley face. You know, you've got sad face. You've got uh, some of those emoticon style things that predate emoji, like the the guy shrugging or whatever. But there's not a lot of room, you know, if your text editor allows it, you can maybe make something bold or underlined to try and put a bit of emphasis and flair into it. But you just can't do the same thing you can do, you know, when you're looking someone in the face and you can, you know, make various gestures or, you know, smile or wink. And it's just, it's not. I guess if you want to talk about it in a language point of view, it's not as rich a medium to, you know, expose emotions and intentions. So it's like you say, often you get something and you'll be like, well, what was the intention behind that? I don't know. And I think the second part of that is that there's a saying that, you know, often you ascribe, you know, the best intentions to yourself and the worst intentions to someone that's, you know, writing to you, especially if you don't know them. Yeah. And I think that happens in, you know, in written communication a lot. If I meet someone at a party, um, I'm not going to immediately think that they're some kind of jerk. Like I'm going to talk to them and, uh, you know, I'll try and sort of suss them out. But if someone just at replies me on Twitter and they say something that sounds jerky, then my immediate assumption is, oh, well, that guy or girl is a jerk. Well, clearly. So if written communication lacks all of the benefits that you get with, you know, visual face-to-face conversation and that sort of thing. Maybe something like what we do with the podcast, you know, speaking over, still speaking somewhat digitally, but it's somewhat more 
focused and I mean we can't see each other because I'm not going to turn my camera on but um, you know having that form of you know I can see you you can see me I can hear you your voice I can hear the inflections within your what you're saying the tone of your voice I can kind of tell that you're making a joke and oh my gosh you just laughed at your own joke what a weirdo I do that all the time I do, <laughs> I do that all the time as well uh, especially when I feel like I've done a really good joke <laughs> that's how you know it was funny yeah especially when the other person doesn't laugh I just laugh yeah. for emphasis I'm like come on give me yeah. give me that one give it to yeah. me I feel that and my wife when she eventually hears this will be like oh my god yes <laughs> so the question I mean the question is what do you, like is there an ultimate form of communication then if if all the forms of communication have flaws then what would be the ultimate oh the ultimate form of communication so if we run through them we think being in the same room is good except you don't have time to uh, compose your thoughts and you don't have time to craft things we think that written communication is good but then you can't you know you can't put emphasis on various things you can't point out exactly where the sarcasm is and you can't sort of put your tone of voice and everything into it yep so what does that leave the ultimate form of communication. I mean, apart from inventing holodecks or something like that, I don't know where else that, that really leaves us. Well, I mean, obviously the ultimate form of communication, if we were to, to remove all in a, all boundaries, the ultimate form of communication would just be like a digital dump from one person's brain into another, <laughs> right? <laughs> that sounds way worse than it is. <laughs> I'm just going to take a digital dump into your brain. Uh, That's the having thought about what I just said after after having said it, which is another problem with communicating. See? See, if that was written, you would have looked at it on the page and you would have gone, hmm, digital dump, maybe not the best wording. Uh, so if... What what I was trying to suggest was, you know that uh, scene in the movie, uh, The Matrix, where Keanu Reeves learns Kung Fu and they basically plug a thing into the back of his head and, like, after a weird little spasm attack, he, um, you know, he says, I know Kung Fu. And then that's, then he knows Kung Fu. Yes. That would, that is obviously, I think, the ultimate form of communication, right? Because, I mean, it's not even, obviously, it's not really legit. I know that Matrix isn't a real thing. Or is it? Da 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 da. Ooh. Well, so to test if we're living in a simulation right now, you just need to do something crazy and see what happens. Well, it's the deja, deja vu, like the cat that kind of re- reappears. That's the proof yep. that you, that a glitch just happened or something changed in the Matrix, isn't it? But then again, about. is he? He's not communicating no, with anyone. He's is he? not communicating. So they're not, plugging something to his brain. He's, so he's, he's learning. not necessarily communicating, but uh, it, it is a form of communication, right? Because that is kind of learning something. Ha- taking on information is kind of the ultimate. Is what you uh, kind of achieve from you know good communication. You learn something. Uh, not necessarily you learn your you know a, a lesson. A, you know you learn a new skill, but you might learn new information that you didn't previously know, and that's kind of what communication is about: communicating information, right? But downloading like the information kind of takes away all of the utter po- possible uh, you know issues because you just basically you go from okay, I don't know Kung Fu, to, okay, I know Kung Fu uh, in a matter of apparently seconds, and there's very little room for, you know, misunderstanding. He's not going to, like, once he actually puts it into practice, he's a little rusty because he's not really sure what's going on, but, he, you know, he's still, he's able to pull off all the moves and they're pretty much flawless, so. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true if your end goal is, can I communicate exactly what I have in my head with you like instantly? But I don't know. To me, there's there's almost like a, 
there's an element of, of fun to communicating with people. There's, you know, you, you get to craft a sentence, you get to, you know, try and be witty, you get to have a, a bit of a back and forth. I wonder if you invented this, you know, ultimate form of communication where I could just, nah, now you know everything I know and we, we don't have to have this podcast, it's, it's over. Would, would that be as good? Like, would you actually miss out on something? Well, I think you would because, I mean, obviously that sort of uh, form of communication allows for no personality whatsoever. Really, because uh, and, and there's no there's no style in it either. It's just a matter of okay, I'm going to plug this thing into your, the, the back of your head or whatever, and all of a sudden you just that's it. You're you've got you've got the information. There's like it's just plain information straight into your brain. So there's no real room for, in that for like style or personality or like you said like humor or or anything like that. Which because it's just a straight information thing. So. Maybe that isn't the ultimate form of communication. Yeah. So now now we're in an interesting spot. Is it actually better to have imperfect forms of communication where, you know, you can have a little bit of fun and a little bit of back and forth? And even if that results in some misunderstandings, is that actually better than, you know, having a, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, a plug in the back of your head that just like, boom, like you have everything. Like maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we've already invented the ultimate form of communication. Well, maybe the maybe the ultimate form of communication isn't necessarily the medium of communication, like written or spoken. Maybe the ultimate form of communication is just communicating well. So, which by which I mean, you know, if you're receiving the communication, if you're you know listening to the person speak, reading the person's text or whatever, you give them the best intentions. You give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess, in in pretty much all situations. And on the other hand, uh, you you know you try and you know craft your uh, craft your words in such a way that you're trying to communicate as, as effectively as you can with the you know with your style as necessary and your humor as necessary, but also like not going so far as to you know offend or or. Uh, you know, hurt the other person. Which so it's it's basically a matter of maybe the f- ultimate form of communication isn't so much the medium, but two people having the best intentions and and actually you know speaking, writing to each other, and the the actual medium doesn't matter. Yeah. So he, here's the interesting part: if you want to invent a better form of communication, I think the part that we haven't nailed is if I'm meeting you in in cyberspace for for want of a better word. Sorry if I sound old saying that, but. Yeah, if I meet you somewhere in the digital sort of world, is there a way to communicate to you like super quickly who I am? Can I be like, look, I'm not a jerk. You know, I like to crack jokes every now and again. I'm a, I'm a fan of sarcasm. If I say something that, you know, on the face of it looks ridiculous, just assume, you know, I'm being funny. Wouldn't it be good if there was some way just to, to upload that? It'd be like, bam. That would be good. But I think I think there's the possibility for that in getting to know people. You you I mean, you learn to kind of understand where they're, coming from and what their what their intentions are I, I think the the basis of it though is that you have to provide them with the you know with the benefit of the doubt from the very beginning you know don't just you know you don't like you said before where you typically consider the you know when uh the with written communication you tend to think the worst of you know, assume the worst of people maybe you just need to assume the best in people uh, on both sides of the communication and maybe then it doesn't matter so much because you can learn where that's not going to necessarily play out yeah yeah that works I, I don't know how you know you put that into practice but yeah it would definitely make it nicer if i was communicating with someone let's say on twitter and they said something mean and i could be like you know what maybe they're just making a joke so i'll just laugh along with them you know at reply ha 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 very funny yeah 
And I think that I, I, I think it's just a matter of uh, of something that we've talked about previously with the like, um, with getting criticism and stuff like that. It's it, it's not an easy thing to do. Like it's you know assuming the best in people can actually be hard because sometimes people will say things that don't necessarily uh, that hurt or offend without necessarily meaning to, but the context or the uh you know or the or their personality or things that you might know about them or might learn about them in the future might provide you know context for that and they actually meant it as a joke but it didn't kind of come across that way and oops sorry and maybe i maybe i shouldn't have said that like maybe i think it's just a matter of and I'm, you know just a matter it's not actually that easy but it's you know it's kind of easy to say but hard to implement you know it's just it is just a matter of kind of consciously assuming the best in people yeah and in that all of your communication isn't necessarily going to be perfect you're not always going to get the information across in the perfect way but at least it's it's civil and it's understood and you know you you can kind of react in in positive ways to each other i like it i like it this got very like motivational speaker ish (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know it did didn't it that's weird. Did we go too far? Did we give the people too many tips? Do we sound like we're giving our life advice? Always uh, assign the greatest aspirations to everyone else that you would uh, normally only reserve for yourself. <laughs> and that way you'll be happy and live a long and prosperous life. Live long and prosper? Yes. 